With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Nineteen ninety six. Do you know what's special about nineteen ninety six? Well, nineteen ninety six was the year that the New England Patriots began becoming a very good team. Do you know what happened a couple of years before that? They drafted Drew Bledsoe. And did you know that since they drafted Drew Bledsoe, the Patriots have had one season, one season without a franchise quarterback. And that was the year 2020 when they had the awful experiment of Cam Newton. And I bring this up because perhaps maybe as Patriot fans, we're a little bit spoiled. As the Indianapolis Colts covet over their new quarterback, Matt Ryan. Producer Mike pointed out to me today that since Ballard became the general manager, the Colts quarterbacks have been Andrew Luck. Jacoby Brissett, Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, and now Matt Ryan. As excited as Colts fans may be, where's the stability? Guess what the Patriots have? At least right now we have perceived stability, right? going on everybody welcome to the dear Pass Nation podcast with ray route guess what my name is ray route that means this is my podcast it means i'm the one talking to you yay we're back make sure you go check out deanblundell.com over 100 and i think 24 podcasts on the dean blundell network now sports news politics entertainment sports And uh, make sure you go check out rayroute.com. R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H.com. What up, Pats Nation? What up, Bills Mafia? What up, Colts Nation? And what up, NFL fans from all over the world? And yes, we have fans from all over the world. This is an international show. And we appreciate all of you tuning in, however and wherever you're tuning in. Let's bring in the man, the myth, the legend. Producer Mike. Producer Mike, how are you? Hooray. What's up? What's going on, everybody? I, uh, I'm tired. As I was telling you off air, I had an insomnic night last night. I fell asleep around midnight, woke up at one 30, fully admitted one 30, my mind racing through about a million different things as I woke up and, uh, never went back to sleep. It's the worst, isn't it? I had one of those this weekend being sick and just having the mind set to on and can't do anything about it. I go through it a lot. And then I just got the devastating news right now that we're being punished for the nice weather we were given over the weekend and we're expecting frozen rain sleet and heavy snow tomorrow oh god i gotta look at the forecast now for us (laughs) because every time 
we've had nice weather here over the last three weeks. It's followed up by uh, sometimes that night. It's followed up by some sort of massive winter event just to punish us for maybe having a little bit of hope that you know spring is here spring is here and technically it is spring yeah yeah same thing happened last year uh we had a couple of really uh warm days i think in end of march and then in early april it went below freezing and we had a snowstorm here at least do you remember in 2020 though when it was covid and the weather was absolutely gorgeous by the end of march and all through april and all through may and all through june because we couldn't go anywhere yeah yeah and you could you just couldn't go outside even though even though it was nice outside we weren't sure if you could go outside at least i have a backyard i was able to sit in my backyard but yeah no yeah. uh yeah but yeah 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 yeah, yeah buddy kanye west He's banned now. Did you hear that? From what? Cancelled. I think the Grammys aren't going to let him perform anymore. Because is it because he pretended to bury Pete Davidson? I think so. Yeah. Did you catch the Blundell show today? I did not. I'm a little bit fired up about it. Yeah. What were they talking about? Well, they were um, they were interviewing an OnlyFans model. She also does uh, X-rated videos. All right. However, her son has been banned from playing football because of her OnlyFans videos. Really? And that irritates me because football has, I mean, football has just given me so many opportunities in life. Whether it was on the field, whether it's the podcast, whether it's this. I mean, the people that I've met in life because of football. And these holier-than-thou parents and organizers had decided that since this kid's mother does OnlyFans, that he can't play football. I heard her daughter was kicked off the cheerleading squad, private cheerleading squad because of it. And, well, Mike, I've declared, I don't want to say war because there's a real war going on in the world right now, so I want to choose my my words carefully, but I have a new mission. Okay. Dean's going to hook me up with this girl so I can chat with her and find out all the details and find out what the organizations are that are banding a kid from playing one of the most beautiful sports in the world sounds good i've got content creators lined up as i speak and i'll be reaching out to more i've got a couple blue check marks lined up ready to speak and they're helping me reach out to others it also happens to be in the state of florida where i happen to know a couple of recruiters from the University of South Florida nice. who are willing to speak up against this as well. That's good because even if you have a, I don't know what, what's the right word. My, my head is still COVID brained, but if your parent is doing something, you know, as a profession to support you and, you know, be sustainable, listen, we 30, 30 grand a month, by the way. Yeah. Listen, we live in the 21st century. How about you stop your kids from looking at what she's doing? If you they're don't not even, like their kids aren't even looking at what she's doing. No, no, no. But so this is the this is where I'm going with this. I'm leading people to hypocrisy, right? Is the parents are looking at this and, and, and getting a little too attached to it. So the the wives or the spouses are probably getting a little pissed off. Is the way I'll put it. Here's what I'll say. The football community is much smaller than people think. Yep. Your Wi-Fi uh, might not be doing Just, so hot. Yeah, no, I can fine. see it. Like, I can see it. I can see the cutout. Am I blurring? Yeah, you're blurring. Yeah, so if you I can, cut out, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about stuff and things. Yeah, I, but I, I can see the drop in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no, but I have a new mission in life now. Yeah, I, I mean, have a new I, I have a new mission and once I get the details of what it is I'm going to give them the opportunity to come on this show and tell their side of the story Yep. and you know I'm going to hold them accountable for their reasons no I think that because if all it is is well I don't agree with what she does that's bullshit to me well not to mention we live in the free world like what why again why are you going after her children for her making money like it, yeah exactly so I'm going to give them the opportunity to come here and give their side of the story, hear my side of it. I heard her side of it today on the Dean Bundell show. Yep. And if I'm not happy with their answers or they don't change their mind based on the conversation we have on this show, or if they ignore me altogether and don't come on the podcast, 
we are going to publicly shame them for months, Mike. Good. It's about like, time we do some canceling around here instead of getting canceled ourselves. Yeah, I said, I tweeted out today that I am bringing a shitstorm. Nice. And Mike, I don't think... I want to remind people, because a lot of people either don't know this, don't remember this. Did you know... Now, he never mentioned me by name, but everybody who saw it messaged me as soon as he started talking about it. Rob Parker went on national television and began defending his place as a quote-unquote reporter. Was this like two years ago? Yeah, because I went on a campaign exposing him as a failed reporter who turned into a figurehead. I talked about why he was fired from Detroit newspapers, all of them. We talked about all the times he was fired. We showed why he's a fake reporter. We showed this. This led to me being blocked uh, randomly on a Sunday afternoon by Parker. I remember this. Yep. And then him going on whatever, first take or whatever, whatever, skipping Shannon on Monday morning and vigorously defending himself as a reporter. Yeah, he's a... I, I mean, I know he does like a radio program for FS1 now, but yeah. they've cut down his exposure time significantly. Like he doesn't do spots on any of the other shows. That, that's anymore. not because of me, though. But let's not get let's not put the credit on. I'm not going to say it's because of no, me. I, I I was going to say it's because of you. No, no. That day though, that he was defending himself as a reporter. Yeah. What a coincidence that after I finished my weekend long campaign, and then he blocked me. That he goes out on Monday morning and starts defending for out out of nowhere, out of nowhere, he says, okay. "Skip, I am a reporter," and then starts laying his credentials on the table. Yeah. So when I put my mind to something, which isn't very often, people, no. But when I put my mind to something, I will make your life hell. Ask Doug Kite. Yeah, or he'll build something productive like the like the podcast. Yeah, yeah, but no, are you kidding me? This just <laughs> this just fell into my lap, dude. Yeah, you, this you, is, this is just just, uh, just just happened. Yeah, let's 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 not give me any credit for any of that. I made a joke one day and created a character, <laughs> and suddenly, here we are. Somebody in our uh, Discord asked if this was uh, my full-time job. Really? Shout out to You Know Who You Are. Was it Sans? Yes. He asked if this was your full-time job? Yeah. Did you ask him if he was nuts? Yeah, basically. You tell him it's not my... Did you tell him that it's not my full-time job? Yes. That's exactly what I said. As my initial response, I think I said this is this isn't even Ray's full time job. I believe it's my my initial response. It was made me the fact the fact that I call you the unpaid intern wasn't a giveaway to them. I mean, this was like this was like a few weeks ago. But oh, hey guys! Better. Speaking of which, help me get paid. Don't forget to go to Patreon.com/slash/DPNSports. Yeah. Am I still my Wi-Fi is still really low? Do I look brutal right now? Yeah, you look meh. Yeah. You sound okay though. That's what matters. I'm choppy though. Yeah, this doesn't this doesn't bode well for the YouTube part of it when I'm choppy. People just don't want to. No, we know that again. They tune in for this face now. That's why I started going on cam. I feel bad. I feel bad if you're watching for my face. There we go. Oh God. There Get we go. Away. Now that my Wi-Fi has cleared. <laughs> Oh, now my Wi-Fi died again. Yeah, I'm just watching it. I should have known. I haven't shut down my computer in a little bit. No, okay. And I kind of knew, like, I knew I was going to have a night like this soon if I didn't shut down the computer. Yeah, uh, one of the kids must have the other iPad going, so uh, sucking up all the Wi-Fi. Yeah, no, it's it literally becomes the computer's issue after a while. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, Mike. Why don't you uh, lay out the argument that you laid out to me via text today? Sure. And when I come back in two to three minutes, 
we'll uh, answer the Patreon questions. So that's all right. You can just tell everybody you really got to take a piss. So I'll hold it down. I'll see you in a minute. Sounds good. All right, everybody. I'm going to lay out what I uh, texted to Ray today. You know, one of Mike's glorious thoughts. Um, you know, I was just thinking, and we hear this argument a lot that, you know, Bill Belichick isn't a great GM, can't draft, doesn't pick good personnel. And listen, we've been hearing a lot from Colts Nation, you know, Chris Ballard is the greatest. His personnel decisions are probably some of the best in the league. And I'm not going to argue that. I think Chris Ballard is one of the best in the league um, when it comes to retaining personnel, recruiting personnel, drafting personnel, bringing personnel in free agency. Here's my issue. Let's put the shoe on the other foot in, in this hypothetical. If Bill Belichick gave up a and we're just going to call it a first. I know there were conditions on it, but a first round pick for Carson Wentz and then traded them away a year later. Um, <laughs> I think Patriots Nation, and I hope you guys would agree with me, would be walking into Gillette with pitchforks, with torches, and demanding Bill Belichick be fired. Listen, we've seen that a lot in the last couple of weeks, even more of this Belichick. Uh, if they don't do well this season, should be terminated. But um, yeah, just just back to the thoughts at hand, um, you know, and Ray kind of mentioned it in the lead up that we should feel lucky that there's stability in the organization. Um, it, and it kind of speaks to how spoiled we are as Pats fans that we're not even allowing one of the winningest head coaches in NFL history, two years to rebuild. And if you look at his draft picks overall, quality-wise, if you don't look at that number, if you don't look at the first round or second round associated with his name or that person's name, Bill Belichick has gotten great value out of the draft. And again, just a thought again if if the Patriots walked away with an old Matt Ryan for a third round pick after Bill had experimented with Carson Wentz for a year I'm pretty sure if you know and this is a plug for the discord I'll link it in my Twitter later we have some people in our discord there would be people on Twitter banging at Robert Kraft's door calling his phone Boston media would be all up in arms. Belichick needs to be fired. This is terrible. Um, you know, be grateful. Take a second. Ray always says it. It's a game. Let's let's just give Bill a year or two after you know this to kind of get things right and see where we're at. We have Mac Jones. We know what the future is going to be like as far as quarterback. Is he going to be the second coming of Tom Brady? No. Could he be a very, very good quarterback? Yeah. I think I think I'm sick of hearing the term low ceiling. Nobody knows what that means. I feel like it's a made up Colin Cowherd term that everybody's just kind of gravitated towards when they heard him describe Mac Jones the last couple of years. And um, yeah, let's give Bill a chance. Because again, if you're calling Chris Ballard, Mike picks his nose. Yes, I pick my nose. I have a big nose, everybody. It's, it's got to be. I got to clean the thing out. Listen, it's it, it. Don't even get me started. Especially after you have a cold. Still have a cold. Still sound really nasally, even more so than usual. But anyway, back on track. Um. Oh, uh, sorry. I gotta. Ray's not here, so I gotta do his plugs. Um, guys, go visit bathinmymilk.com. It's a really interesting website. It'll get it'll give you some ideas about what to do with your bathroom. If you ever have any issues with cleanliness, go there. It'll help you. Bathinmymilk.com. All right, that's enough. I sat back there and let you run the show long enough. Thank you. I don't know why you're putting up banners saying you pick your own nose and stuff like my Wi-Fi already. Everything was fine until I came on. All right, <laughs> bye. going on. Say good night. No, I heard. Ray. Listen, no, I, I heard about eighty percent of your argument there. 
as you know, yeah. I, was sitting, I was sitting in the back for a while, and I totally agree with you. Let's go to this one, though. So I am going to cover this individually for news break, so I'm not going to talk too much about it. I wanted you to just lay out your argument. Totally stealing it from you, by the way. But let's no, put out this fine. one. Uh, did you hear Nick Wright coming out today and saying that the New England Patriots would be better off trading for Baker Mayfield than going forward with Mac Jones? Yeah, I did hear that. So being homesick today, I got to watch a little bit more of FS1 than oh, I would lucky normally. You. Um, lucky you. Yeah, lucky me. Lucky me. Uh, Nick Wright can shove it. Like, get out of here. And, and listen, I don't know if you heard Skip Bayless today, but... No. Go listen to Skip can Bayless. Can he shove it too? Yeah, he can shove it. Skip Bayless was literally... I don't know if you've ever heard him when he gets into that really like almost like crying as he talks voice, like a crying, whining voice. He went yeah. on for like five minutes straight. Baker Mayfield is better than this quarterback and that quarterback and literally could have went through all but five quarterbacks in the league and somehow made an excuse that Baker Mayfield was better than uh, said quarterback. Did he say he was better than Tom Brady? Uh, no, I think the the world would explode because of that contradiction. He sucks Tom Brady's dick too hard. Yeah, so I didn't hear what Nick Wright said because I don't know if anybody knows um, this. Okay. I said, uh, I don't know what Nick Wright said. I don't because I don't know if anybody knows this, but uh, I have blocked Nick Wright on Twitter. I have blocked whatever his show is called uh first things first yeah first things first um i refuse to read anything that he says i refuse to listen to anything that he says i hate when people send me clips of things that he says there is no troll bigger than nick wright there is no moron on the face of this planet that is given airtime over nick than nick wright at least skip bayless used to somewhat be a journalist in his past Nick yeah. Wright is nothing. He got Chris Carter fired because he was threatened by Chris Carter. Is that confirmed? Uh, I, I'm fucking believing it. I don't give a shit. Okay. Because I lo- I used to love the morning show that they had because of Chris Carter. I hate, I hate Nick Wright. Chris Carter had the best takes in, as far as I'm concerned, in that that morning segment like whether you watched espn fs1 when he left i stopped watching almost all that stuff so yeah so i i hardly know anything that nick fuckboy Wright says about anything like not just the pagers i know buffalo bills fans can't stand him colts fans can't stand him basically if you're not patrick mahomes you're not the kansas city chief he has nothing fucking nice to say about you right he likes baker mayfield too he's a big Baker. of course he does of course he would of course he would because he's a fucking douchebag tool because everybody on the fucking planet knows that baker mayfield is a failed fucking quarterback in the nfl so he's got to stand on his fucking soapbox and be like hey and he, he talks in that nasally fucking whiny voice and he's got like six kids i don't know why anybody would ever fuck him to even get pregnant once <laughs> it's fucking and that's not an insult to his kids it's a fucking insult to him you know i, I feel bad for them that he's got to be their father and i, I really don't I, listen i hardly ever talk about nick wright as you no, hardly yeah. fucking ever do I talk about Nick Wright. You know no, why? He, you don't like him. I don't know. It has nothing to do with like. I don't like Doug Kide. But I talk oh, about Doug Kide all the time. Do you know why I talk about Doug Kide, not Nick Wright? Why? Because for me to give you any fucking ounce of my life, I have to have a shred of respect for you. Bam. So believe Man. it or not, there is a little bit of a respect level that I have for Doug Kai. There's a little bit of a respect level I have for Skip Bayless. Colin Cowherd, I, I respect the shit out of Colin Cowherd. Yeah. Chris Carter, respect the shit out of him. Uncle Shannon, yeah. respect the shit out of him. I have absolutely zero fucking respect for Nick Wright. And I don't know anybody in this in the industry. I don't know any fucking fan. I don't know fucking anybody anywhere that has a shred of respect for Nick fucking Wright. Yeah, um, I'll just stick to the take this morning. It was really simple, really quick. 
Yeah, I'm going to try to get this thing back on the rails. Just a little. First of um, all, this is my show, and I can fucking bring it anywhere I want to bring it, Mike. No, but, sit here but, but you know, you know I, you, I'll let you go back. If I want to sit here and say, fuck Nick Wright for the number one. No, my you most can. Banging, my you most can, banging I'll, tweet I'll, today. And, I'll, and my, I'll, say, I'll say fuck Nick Wright, too. But. My most banging tweet today was when Uberfax tweeted out that Northern Ireland is experiencing a clown was. shortage. And I just quote tweeted and says, is Nick Wright available? 142 likes so far. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, take was simple. He was just, you know, talking to uh, Kevin Wilds, who's like the resident Patriots fan there, and you know, said that, uh, you know, the Patriots would be better off with Baker Mayfield. That was it. That was it. And then the segment ended. That was um, the whole take. Yeah. And no Wilds, fucking reason behind it. Just they'd be better off. With well, Baker he, I, they all hate Mac Jones. That's why. Again, the 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 low ceiling argument that you know they all make which um right now i would argue baker mayfield ceiling is lower than Matt i was gonna Jones. say is is fucking baker mayfield going in his fifth year is it through the roof right so uh your make your made up ceiling versus what we actually know um as you know i hate the ceiling talk no i hate it too that's why i brought it up i, I, hate, I heard it i hate I heard comparisons it. Mm-hmm. And I know Chevy and I had it out once because of it, but it's like, yep. who the fuck was Tom Brady compared to when he came out of the league or when he got into the league? Who was he compared to? What was his ceiling when he was 199th overall? Adam Sandler and the water boy. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby Boucher. That, that yeah. was his fucking ceiling. Yeah. Yet he turned out to be the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. Well, again, look at Kurt Warner, like Doug Flutie, some of the best quarterbacks ever. What were they at one point in time? Rejects. Yeah, and again, let's let's talk about ceilings. How high was Jameis Winston's ceiling? How high was Dwayne Haskins' ceiling? Yeah. I would argue Jameis's is still pretty high, but all right. Dwayne Haskins, what the fuck happened to his ceiling? Yeah. His his maturity level. Are you telling me because because you can run around the field like and you're fucking faster than Mac Jones that that automatically makes your ceiling higher than the others? Well, apparently now that's that's what you need to be able to do. You need to be able to run faster than, yeah, uh, you, know, you know, throwing the football doesn't matter. Just just run fast. I want nothing more. I want the Patriots to win one more Super Bowl. If they win one more Super Bowl, I will never ask for them to win another Super Bowl again. No, it, one more Super Bowl under Belichick. I don't give a fuck. It has to be under. It has to be under Mac Jones. Oh, okay. I see what you're Just about. so he can spit in the face of fuckers like Nick Wright. Well, the other thing I'm sick of hearing about, and again, I know you didn't hear this today, but like Nick Wright does the same thing. This is a big thing for uh, Skip when he's trying to make arguments. Is <gasps> Baker has all the intangibles, and he gets, again, his whiny, you know, obstinate voice. Uh Mac Jones doesn't have leadership intangibles because people seem to love him on that team. People seem to think he has all the swag, but yet, oh, well, he's got a low ceiling. Get out of here. Yeah, and and we talk about intent. You can't be the most NFL-ready quarterback if you don't have NFL-ready intangibles. Yeah. You know what? Like I've said, Mac Jones is not going to do a third-year leap like Josh Allen. I know that. He's not going to become a different player in two years. He's only going to improve upon his skill set that he has right now, which already shows him as a capable NFL quarterback. I think we could see a pretty sizable leap this year. Not, not... He's suddenly going to start running bootlegs, and he's suddenly going to start... No, no, no. That's not what I mean. But again, I think you're going to just... but. For him, you're right, but I think it's going to be the pocket presence, the awareness, the calmness. He's probably not going to be sped up quite as much. Those are going to be the big jumps for him, which for everybody else, that wouldn't be a big jump. But for him, you rely on his brain. So those little things are going to are going to matter. Does that make sense? Yeah. Guys, head on over to patreon.com slash DPN sports, $5 a month. You get direct access to me seven days a week. Send me a message. I will answer because anybody who messages me anywhere else knows I'm not great at answering. Uh, I never show up at Discord. I hardly ever d- uh, deliver on DMs, but you DM me on Patreon. I-, I guarantee you a response back. You also get your comments and questions answered on every single Dear Pats Nation podcast. 
and almost every single Friday night, including this Friday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you get to hang out with producer Mike and I on the screen. We invite Mario, we invite Lawrence, we invite Connor, we hang out, a bunch of guys, we have a good time. We do got a couple of comments and questions from the Patreon crew tonight, so let's get to those. Alex says, do you think that Leonard Fournette went back to Tampa Bay because of Brady? Let me tell you what we saw yesterday, Alex. We saw the absolute textbook squeeze job by Leonard Fournette. He, you want to talk about leverage? You want to talk about finding leverage? Hey, not only am I going to fucking go talk to another team, I'm going to talk to Tom Brady's former team. I'm going to go there and have a conversation with them. Patriots were enamored. He walks in and goes, I want $12 million a year. They said, all right, you're just here to fucking get leverage over, over the Buccaneers. Thanks for coming. And then Leonard signs a three-year $21 million contract today. I think he went back where he wanted to be the whole time. That visit to New England was nothing more than him wanting to leverage them. Did he want to go back and play with because of Brady? Of course. He never would have signed with Tampa Bay if Tom Brady wasn't there. Um, you look at that NFC. I want to say the, the Vikings, the Packers, the Cardinals, the San Francisco 49ers, the Rams, and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. If you don't go to the Super Bowl, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, because that NFC is fucking easy. The Vikings signed Zadarius Smith today too, so that was a good pickup for that defense. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I, and I said it last night. I honestly kind of hope this is uh, Kirk Cousins' year. Feel bad for that guy. Good, good quarterback. Guy, uh, people upset about money that they can't make. (laughs) All that guaranteed money he keeps getting, boys. Yeah, but he's he's figured out the formula. That's the thing. He's figured out the formula. He'll take less money, Probably but take guaranteed. more guaranteed. Yeah. You know who's where yeah. I'm, who, you know what though? You know what the Patriots have, Mike? That they right. don't have? In the 2021 NFL draft, the six time world champion New England Patriots select Mac Jones. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. All right. That's the quarterback of the future, baby. Bill Belichick. He was waiting for it the whole time. Uh, he's he's like sprinting to the stage. What? He's crying. He's he crying. So happy. He so I happy. am Look at him. Look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, the Patriots have their quarterback. That probably was the most organic moment on the history of the Deer Pats Nation podcast. Um, there's people out there that have accused me of, in Connor, of playing up that moment and no. over-celebrating for the reaction. No. And I tell people, I, in my life, do not pump my fist. Like, I am not, I do not do the Tiger Woods fist pump. And if you watch when he gets selected, we'll play it one more time. When he gets selected, not only do I do the Tiger Woods fist pump once, I do it probably about 20 times throughout that whole thing. Yeah. That I did not know what to do with myself at that moment. The fact that I was able to come up with, ladies and gentlemen, the Patriots have their quarterback, which, by the way, one day somebody will use for a hype video. Hell yeah. Um, it doesn't get any more organic that Connor didn't know what to do with himself. He just threw a pillow across the room. I was going to say, that's how, you know, like, Oh, that reaction is still one of the best to me. Like I just chuckle when I see it even now, because I watched it live guys. Like I know it was before I participated in the show, obviously, but like we were nervous. We were nervous yeah. going into that pick because we went through the entire draft because if you watch that that live, we live streamed the entire first round on YouTube. Second round, I think we only did it on Patreon, but the entire yeah. first round we did on YouTube. And about the eleventh pick, we conceded they weren't going to get a quarterback. Like yeah. we were already like, okay, is it Barmore? Like is it Christian Barmore? Like, are we going to get Barmore in the 15th? The Patriots trade back? Like, we were starting to have those discussions amongst ourselves because we did not think the Patriots were not trading up. Right. There was teams in front of them that could have picked a quarterback. And then we got to the 15. And if, if you remember, it was just like, oh, my God. 
like yeah. we're gonna get mac jones and that was started being the conversation like mac jo- like we're getting mac jones we're gonna draft mac jones and then it was like well what if belichick doesn't draft jones then you start yeah. if you look at me there and i'm holding my phone like this so everybody could hear and my head is down you couldn't see because i had sunglasses on that was back in my shades day mm-hmm. my eyes were closed dude i had butterflies in my chest and yeah. when you watch the reaction of Ross, who just smiles, Sarah just doesn't know Very what quiet. to do. Yeah. Well, there's a part there that you we'll play it again for me to look. I'm going to point the stuff out to you so you can pick it up. When when he says six times Super Bowl champion, she does like a, and you can see that Connor and I are not fucking paying attention to this to her or to ross or to the screen whatsoever we are so locked in connor's head is down my head is down we are so locked in to what that pick is gonna be mm-hmm. that there was things i saw after i didn't see the pillow toss when he did it because i was just too busy like, yeah you were too in dude, the moment i pumped my fist jumped out of my seat and didn't know what to do so i just like sat there going like yeah yeah, <laughs> bro. Right after, right after that, I left for my. I took my break. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And I didn't mute myself, and I was over there screaming, <laughs> like celebrating at the top of my lungs. That was so. There's people that said we faked it. That was the most organic moment ever on Dear Pat Station. We'll play it one more time. So we've pointed out all the little intricacies. I want you to watch me, watch Connor, watch Sarah. Sarah's at the end. She gets goosebumps. Yeah. Again, I only know that stuff because I didn't see that till way after. I didn't notice any of it. I didn't even know when I watched it the first time, I kind of cringed at my reaction. I was like, oh, I did the Tiger Woods fist pump, you know, like, so let's watch it one more time and just watch how organic. And I'm going to say how wholesome this moment was. In the 2021 NFL draft, a six-time world champion New England Patriots. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! All right. We got him. We got him. Let's, Let's go. go! That's the quarterback of the future, baby, Bill Belichick. He was waiting for it the whole time. Uh, he's he's like sprinting to the stage. Let's, he's crying. He's he crying. So happy. He is so I am happy. Look at him. Look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, the Patriots have their quarterback. And let me tell you the real thing that points out that that was not faked at all. All four of us were all talking at the same time. Yeah. Did you notice that? At the same time, all four of us were talking. Nobody was listening to what the other person was saying. We were at the end. Connor was standing up showing his crotch to the world. For those of you on the podcast, we were showing the video of our reaction to Mac Jones being drafted last year. And listen, as we're leading up to the draft here, just so everybody knows that video is going to get played numerous times. But that was like, that was such a great moment for me. And listen, Mac Jones may never win a Super Bowl, right? I'm going to put that on the table. May never do it for the Patriots. But that was such a great moment to me. We just came off that god-awful year with Cam Newton. I couldn't take another fucking, I couldn't take another year with Cam Newton as a quarterback with nobody behind him. Right, I didn't mind Cam Newton playing last season if Mac Jones, but I needed somebody behind right. him. You guys don't understand. Anybody who watched that live, we were like, don't forget, we talked about every single quarterback leading up to that draft. We believed that Mac Jones was going third overall, or like the, the third overall. So we didn't even think Mac Jones was an option. So we're like, okay, are we going to get Justin Fields or are we going to get Trey Lance? Those were the two we were talking about. Um, then we thought, oh, do they take Kellen Mond in the second round? You know, like, or that Kyle Trask or whatever. And we're going through right. all these different options. And then Trey Lance goes third overall. And now we're like, whoa. And I remember all of us, like, when that happened, we're all just like, whoa. Like, that's that part of, yeah. That's fucked part up the of whole draft made, board. That That's part of what makes that clip so special, too, because I just remember at the time when he was still on the board at 15. And we were still expecting Bill to do a bill and be like, nah, I'm going to take a linebacker. Nah, I'm going to take an offensive lineman. Like you said, to inject some element of hope back into the franchise, I think was huge there in in so many ways. And that's why when I still watch that clip, I still get pumped up because, um, 
again to have it going back to what we were talking about earlier stability you know you have stability for at least a few years there no absolutely and after his rookie season i mean again he may never win a super Bowl with the patriots i'm not coming here saying he's going to be the best of all time i'm not saying he's going to repeat what tom brady did but he brought stability something that we haven't seen to the team and yeah no and i and that's what i mean and anybody who followed our podcast again mike wasn't even mike wasn't involved at that point it was connor and i sarah was obviously with us at that time still that's when we were trying to build our network remember we were trying to build the dpn the boston sports network that never never turned into fruition but um we uh leading up to that draft i mean we talked about a million different options yeah trey lance we all knew the Patriots needed a quarterback. Yeah. I think that Mac Jones falling to 15 made it clear Belichick was not trading up for a quarterback. Yeah. And as... I'm going to be honest. And I think if you go back and find that that live stream and if you watch it, when we're getting down to like the ninth and 10th pick and Mac Jones is still on the board, I'm starting to get frustrated with Bill. I was too. Like trade up, dude. Okay, trade up. And at that point, I'm like, are you going to trade up and take Justin Fields? Remember we talked about Cam Newton and Justin Fields' game being so similar. Right? Yeah, and that that's one of the reasons I got sold on him was like, okay, you know, Cam teaches Trey. Trey has a better arm, so Trey learns good mechanics from. Well, Brian that was Trey, Boyer. but once the draft came, Trey was gone. Right. right? Trey went right. third, and then there was Justin Fields, and then I was then I was getting nervous. Right. Because I'm an Ohio State fan. I watched Justin Fields play football for Ohio State. I was not a supporter of the Patriots drafting Justin Fields to be the quarterback. No, and I remember you saying that. Um, Just, you know, as we're talking, I just want to remember where we were at in that draft. Because you said around, like, pick, what, 9 or 10, you were getting frustrated with Bill? Yeah, and we were pick 15 in that draft. Yeah, so we were pick 15 wait a minute this is the wrong that was 2021 right yeah 2021 draft okay sorry I put in 2020 i'm a great fan um i remember when denver or not denver I'm, yeah denver took patrick sertan i was like relieved because i was like how did denver not take mac jones like i was shocked because they needed a quarterback when we got through Denver and then the Eagles traded with Chicago. Yeah. And Chicago took Justin Fields. At that point, I felt okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I felt okay at that point. And I was like, okay. The Eagles, I think, were still picking before us based on the on the draft, right? But yeah. Yep. Them trading out and not taking Justin Fields told me that they were they were comfortable with with Jalen Hurts. The Jets had already taken Wilson. Mm-hmm. The teams that worried me, like I listen at this time last year, this time last year, we kind of like felt good about where it is. Right? We knew mm-hmm. we knew Trevor Lawrence was going. We knew Zach Wilson was going. That left Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones. Yep. One of those three guys was going to fall to 15. That was our all our conversation. And then San Francisco traded up to that third overall, and that changed everything. Because you don't trade up there unless you're taking a quarterback. So now the first three picks of the draft are going to be a quarterback that's leaving two quarterbacks. Right. And, oh, like, I mean, so we were, like, we did in-depth stuff and in-depth looks at these, like, the Kellen Mons of the world and, and, and the Kyle Trasks and all these kind of guys. Like, Absolutely, okay, yep. who can they be if the Patriots take them late? And then what's going to happen in the first round? And I, I remember I was like, okay, if we can't get a quarterback for me, it had to be Christian Barmore. We didn't think Kyle Pitts was going to fall that far. Right. You know, like, there was guys there we knew weren't going to come. So I'm like, take Christian Barmore. I even said trade down into the 20s, take Christian Barmore, and right. then, you know, get like a Kellen, then trade up in the second round and get Kellen Mond. That was my my whole piece. Instead, Belichick drafted Mac Jones and traded up in the second, took Christian Barmore. So it worked out even better than, than I was, you know, my thought process. So then we got to 15. And what seemed like the easiest pick in the world for the Patriots, because it's Bill Belichick, 
there was no gimme that Mac Jones was going to be the next Patriot or the next no. quarterback of the New England Patriots. No. Again, we thought some offensive lineman, you know, was going to be drafted that we never heard of. Some safety we never heard of could have been drafted. Like, you know, there were the arguments in Pat's Nation. In fact, I think you guys may have even had them that night as, oh, Bill has his guy, not yep. Mac Jones, pegged well, in the second round type of thing. I'll tell you what. The rumor is because the Jets traded up, if you remember, the 14th and took, uh, what's his name? Uh, Vera Tucker. Elijah Vera Bates. Tucker. The rumor is the Patriots were going to take Vera Tucker at 15. Yeah, I still don't believe that. Rumor has it Belichick believed that Matt could have fallen to the second round by that point. Yeah, I don't think he was going to get past the Wash. Uh, what were they at the time? Just the Washington football team? Just the football team, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, the Patriots basically were. That's what we heard. And then the Jets yeah. took Vera Tucker, so they went for, for Mac Jones. Yeah. And I I still think to this day, had Micah Parsons been on the board, I think Bill would have taken Micah Parsons over Mac Jones. I, I wouldn't even have been mad. No, and I wouldn't have I either. wouldn't even have been mad. I would have been mad if it was Kyle Pitts, because who's going to throw him the football? Right. I get that. He's like, look, what, like right now he's got Marcus Mariota throwing to him in Atlanta. Right. That was a waste to pick for Atlanta. Atlanta could have had Mac Jones. That's what well, I put on the table. Well, so that's that's the other thing. We were kind of surprised Atlanta didn't uh, decide to take a swing on Mac Jones either because what did you have to lose there? In fact, that probably would have been one of the best moves for Atlanta because... Yeah, Kyle uh, Pitts was the most ridiculous move for Atlanta. Right. We talked about it at that time. And we talked about it last night, too. <laughs> They're gonna we did. Well, I mean, around. now it's now now it looks even stupider. So a year later, you have Marcus Mariota... The quarterback class doesn't look great this year, and Matt Ryan's in Indianapolis Colts. And what that all led to was this at the 15th overall pick. In the 2021 NFL Draft, the six-time world champion New England Patriots select Mac Jones. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! All right. One of the greatest moves. All right. Articular Pack 6 says, will we see Bill sign some depth at receiver? Probably Signs not at this point. Um, MBS is still out there. He's not a bad sign. Oh, yeah, Scanling. They apparently were kicking the tires on him already. But I actually think that, and I wrote this out today, just so everybody knows, or I did a story on Newsbreak today. I believe that the Patriots are going to re-sign two former players, possibly three. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah, I, be- I I think Malcolm Butler, I think Trey Flowers, and I think a possibility of a reunion with Kyle Van Noy at, at a cheaper deal than they released him at. I feel like Kyle Van Noy wouldn't have said his goodbyes had Belichick gave him the, um, you know, you'll be back potentially. But, but didn't you think that, don't you think that somebody would have signed him by now? Didn't that feel like one, like he'd get a job pretty quickly? Yeah, unless they see something in Uche that says we we got to give this kid a shot before like. Well, it's not just Uche; it's Ronnie Perkins as well. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. Who could be better? Right. We got to see what Ronnie Perkins turns into this year, and maybe the Patriots. Maybe they got a guy in the draft that they like. Yeah. Listen, signing Trent Brown has reset the draft board again. Yeah, we're not on offensive lineman watch as no, much. We still but could, but we could be on defensive edge watch. We could be on linebacker watch. We could be on corner watch. We could be on receiver watch. There's a lot of watch. Yeah. To to, to watch here. And but I don't think we're gonna see an offensive lineman in the first round now. So No, not not with this deep a draft. I, I don't think so. In fact, offensive lineman, I'm gonna steal from Evan Lazard, even though he's been a little hyperbolic uh media lately. Um, I feel like it would be a waste of a pick at 21 unless they traded down into like the 30s and still managed to pick up an offensive lineman that was. I'm, o- I'm also going to say that even in later rounds, Bill, you know, he, you know, he strike struggles with receiver. Yeah. Bill Belichick knows how to evaluate offensive line talent. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Onwenu. Mike Onwenu, David Andrews, Joe Tooney, yep. Nate Solder, you know, Marcus Cannon, Shaq Mason. It goes on and on and on. A story. Like, it's the who he has drafted over there. Volmer. You know what I mean? Like, who he has brought in from offensive line and just turned over that offensive line. And and Lawrence and I have had this conversation so many times. As a Patriots fan, 
to me, linemen are a dime a dozen. You know what I mean? Because yeah, they've yeah. been a dime a dozen because Belichick has just flipped linemen over and over and over again. Whereas like wide receiver, wide receiver is like a dime a dozen in Pittsburgh when you break it down. Yeah. they. It's funny. Every team has their strengths and weaknesses in the drafts, right? And it's funny if you add, you know, we as homers, you know, and we see it, people hate on Bill's drafting. A lot of the league does now, but most GMs behind closed doors are probably very envious of his ability to uh, pluck, you know, offensive linemen out of the sixth and seventh rounds when they're having to take people in the first and second rounds. Oh, 100%. 100%. Hey, Mike. Yep. Did you pee in the pool? Are you pee- Are you a pool peer? No, I, I used to be. So, like, if you're in the pool and you got to pee, you'll get out and go pee? Yeah, we got a, we got a bathroom outside by my pool, so it's like a two-second run, run walk. So I'll be sitting outside having a drink, and I'll jump in the pool just to pee. <laughs> just to pee. There could be a bathroom right beside me. To me, there's nothing more satisfying than peeing in a pool. I, I mean, listen, you put chlorine in the pool. You really got to go. I'm not going to say I've never gone in the pool. You, you know what I mean? All right, like, here's a story for you. Sure. My parents are having a pool party back in the day. Yeah. They go away for a week. Mm-hmm. It's all my mom's work friends. They come back Friday night. Pool is green. Like <laughs> green, green, green. Yeah. So my dad shocks it, does all this stuff. It's yep. still cloudy. The guy at the pool store says, don't worry. You get everybody in there. The kids start peeing in the pool. By that night, it's going to be crystal clean. <laughs> sure enough, everybody came, peed in the pool. That's awesome. Crystal clear, man. That's the pH. That's the 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 acid. It's good to pee in the pool, people. Pee in the pool. Yeah, I guess I, I don't want to sound like a snob. Like, listen, not that I ever have, but I'm not one of those people who just lets it go if I can hold hold it for a second. Oh, you have to, though. Just All right, let me let, let me double down on this. Sure. Have you ever peed yourself? Not recently. I mean, when I was younger. What's the last, like, what's the most embarrassing age that you peed yourself? Oh, jeez. Uh, maybe, like, 12, I peed the bed. Oh, no, no, I don't I don't count peed the bed. I mean, like, you're, like, in public outside somewhere and you peed your pants. Oh, jeez. I really don't know. Like, uh, I have good bladder control. Uh, Dude, eight, I remember. Eight or nine? I remember grade five okay so like 10 11 yeah teacher won't let me go to the bathroom i gotta piss i gotta piss like a fucking racehorse i gotta piss yeah won't let me go to the bathroom day ends fucking go in the hallway the teachers in the hallway won't let me use the bathroom they send me outside to go home really so i'm walking home all snow pants up and i got about halfway home and i just i just i was in tears and i had to stop and i just fucking let it go because why would I whip my dick out and just piss into the bushes? I don't know. You were but just pee- so like distraught, so let down that they wouldn't let you piss. That I peed my pants. Yeah, screw them. That's not even your fault. When you got home, you were like, bl- you can blame the school for this, ma. You can, but I think by 11, you're a little embarrassed if you pee your pants. Nah, peeing your pants is cool. I think I was smoking cigarettes at 11 already. <laughs> No, I was 13. Two years later. Sorry. Pee in your pants or is the best. <laughs> is that Billy Madison? Yeah. Everybody pee pees their pants. <laughs> you don't pee your pants? That's what I was thinking of. Hey, pee look, Peter cool. peed his pants too. Yep. Love it. Best movie. Chris uh, Farley. Shout out to you, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout uh, out to Chris Farley. Yeah. Um,. Hey, not like that's not your fault, man. Let let us know in the comments. When's we? I want to know. I need to know. Let us know in the comments. Tweet it at me if if you're listening to the podcast. Shoot me a shoot me a tweet. Actually, I prefer if you tweeted this at me using the hashtag I peed my pants. Let's get this trending. Tweet at myself at dpn underscore ray and and tweet at a. Or maybe we should push the business account. Hell yeah. 
Tweet at Ray Route Web at Ray Route Web R A Y R A U T H Web W E B using the hashtag I peed my pants. Let us know the most embarrassing pee your pants story that you have. Whether you're a kid, an adult, whatever, I want to know your most embarrassing pee your pants story, and I want to get hashtag I peed my pants going. So let's get this thing trending. Nice, nice. If you could trade lives with anybody in the world, who would it be? She's somebody rich, uh, young and rich. Um, whoever's young and rich out there in the world. I would trade lives right now with Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, really? Yeah. Because that means I get to have sex with Jennifer Lopez all the time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Do you guys want to have sex with Jennifer Lopez? No. <laughs> Let me know. Who Hashtag I want to. Hashtag I want to have sex. Who would say no to that? There's people out there. She's old, dude. She's like 50. She's got money. She looks good. Yeah, but there's like 16 year olds out there that are like, their moms are younger than that. Yeah. Well, my daughter's 16. Her mom's 37. Damn. Her father's 35. He's old. He's young compared to the mother. It's true. We got to get out of here. All right. Bye, Michael. Good night, everybody. I'm trying to remember. I'm sure I peed my pants as an adult at some point. Doesn't everybody get drunk enough and pee their pants? I almost peed my pants in the car once. I remember coming back from uh, when I was back when I was working uh, in corrections. And that's like when I was working out all the time and I was drinking like liters and liters of water and I like chugged some water right before I left and I was about an hour drive to where I had to go and oh my God. Sometimes a good pee can feel better than sex, honest to God. It feels like an orgasm, especially if you've been holding it for a long time. It just comes out. It's just like, oh, you're in. We almost got through an entire show without talking about penises or things that happen around the penises. Some of your tweets, so hashtag I peed my pants. I need to know. <sighs> Thanks for coming. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate ya. This is the Dear Pat Station podcast with Ray Route. I'm Ray Route. Make sure you check out DeanBlundell.com. That is DeanBlundell.com. And uh, I don't, Mike is sent, what? I'm confused. I think Mike was adding to the joke, but I'm just, I don't get it. And now he's like coming really close to the camera as if I can hear him. DeanBlundell.com, RayRoute.com, Patreon.com slash DPN Sports. Find me on the Halftime app. Find me on Newsbreak. Look up RayRoute. Thanks for coming in, guys. I love you. I really do. I love you so much. Even if you piss your pants now, I love you. Never forget. Check out our sponsors, bathingmymilk.com. You're all legit, kid. Blicka, 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 Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media 
Network. Come on, let's go to the Blue Hotel. The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd.